You're tuning in to Dose of Deborah, Rehab for the Heart, supporting you, the healthcare professional, in reclaiming your health and personal power so you can thrive and feel alive. Get ready for a spoonful of inspiring information and insights to lift, soothe, and open your heart, allowing you to heal, restore, and transform your life. Here, we keep it real, raw, and relevant. Welcome, and thank you for tuning in to Dose of Deborah, Rehab for the Heart. I'm your host, Dr. Deb Howell. If you are a healthcare provider, I'd like to direct this question to you. Where did the care go in healthcare? So it's, it's my belief that the care, the heart of caring starts with us. We who are in the direct role, who, who are in the trenches, right, who, who are up close and personal with patients, you know, dealing with crisis, dealing with in-the-moment situations that we have to respond to. And if we are not fully equipped and prepared to go into action, right, with resources, our own... Um, our own well-being being a resource, our, our mental, emotional, and physical capacity as a resource, how are we able to show up fully to provide the kind of care that we need to provide? And, you know, it, it's an important aspect of caregiving that gets put on the back burner. We put our own selves on the back burner. You know, and if you think about the decision, the early decision to go into healthcare, what was that? What was it that had you wanting to go into a field to become a doctor, to become a nurse or a therapist or any aspect of healthcare? What was that driving decision? You know, for, and for most, it is to, to make a difference to help people. And if it wasn't your decision, if, if someone else influenced your decision and it wasn't really in your heart to be in healthcare, you know, the likelihood you're gonna come in and not be as compassionate to begin with. Nonetheless, I, I believe that we can learn things along the way no matter where we start. and. It depends on what we really want out of it and where we see ourselves as far as are we growing, are we advancing, right? Are we living the kind of lifestyle that we want to be able to live? Are we providing the kind of care that we want to be able to provide? Right? These things require some reflection on our part to take a look at our own motives and the results in real time of 
our care, our caregiving efforts. So coming back to self-care, I had, um, I'd like to tell you about this patient I had in particular. And he was in a, a place in his life that he found himself surprised to be in, right? So I, I, we were in the parallel bars and his, his head is down and his body is folded over. And he asked me, you know, do you know who I am? And I basically said his name and he says, no. He says, do you know what I did for a living? And I told him, no. And in the conversation, you know, he, he went on to tell me that he was a surgeon. And in his practice, he said, you know, he could say anything and he could do anything that he wanted. And he talked about arrogance. He, he talked about his own arrogance. And, and, it, and it felt like in that moment that this man was in a, in a place in his life where he was questioning his own behaviors because he was blindsided by his illness. He was absolutely blindsided and taken down and out and almost lost his life. And it gave him pause to reflect. And the good thing about that was this conversation that we had really went to the heart of why we show up to care for one another. And, and so when someone is down like that, you're not going to say, well, you know, you, you, you did what you did and here you are. Right. And then there's, there's no compassion. There's no heart. It is to find that if you want to grow and if you want to learn from prior experiences, no matter what those experiences are, it, it takes us looking inward and starting to open to ourselves in a way that maybe we haven't opened to ourselves before and coming back into our heart to find how we can look at our lives look at look at our ability to care look at our and when i say care look at our ability to care for ourselves and actually like ourselves and recognize that what we do has impact not only outward but inward that over time, this cumulative effect of caregiving does affect us over time. And most have a conscience. Most do have a conscience. And if we have been doing things out of sheer obligation versus sheer in your heart caring, it will catch up to you. And if it catches up to you through illness, and then we want to look outside ourselves to blame someone, to blame a system, to, to blame a situation. That will not be the place we find healing. And so whatever point we are in this time with, with being a provider, you know, being in that position to influence and impact another person's life, we first really do have to take a look at our own life. And it is significant and it is critical that we do that.
And a matter of fact, I was, I was reading this article and it just, you know, it talked about the healthcare industry being one of the most hazardous industries to be in. And the question was, are healthcare workers healthier than their patients? That, you know, that's a loaded question because I watch people. I, I watch people in general. I, I watch the people that I work with who are providing care and I watch the patients in response to, you know, their environment. And even when I go in to see a patient, you know, what is it that they want from me that puts them in a position um, to not take ownership for their future, for their outcome, where they want me to fix them, right? That will not be the path that I introduce them to. Basically, it is something that I want to get to know what matters to you, what's important to you, what is going to engage you in your own process to move forward in your life. And what I have found is that when we come in and meet someone and meet them in their heart, it starts with you being in your heart to be able to be aware and to be attentive, right? To things that are not only of a verbal nature where they're saying it, but to pick up on nonverbal gestures and, and, and nonverbal communication, right? So it, it is in totality, you know, the challenge in healthcare to be fully present to another human being who's in pain, who's in fear, who has possibly been traumatized, right, from an experience whose, whose life may have been completely altered. It takes a lot to show up and to continually show up and to be in your heart and not let it be something that makes you sick over time because we're not looking to address ourselves. And I, and I can say this from a personal standpoint that it took me years to get myself back on my feet because I didn't realize how much I was taking on with the way that I was practicing. I was willing to give and to give and to give. And I wasn't giving back to myself. I wasn't taking the best care of myself. And as a mother, as a wife, as a professional, and, and as, a, as a woman, right? That when we have decisions to make around our health and our livelihood, and find somehow to find balance and all of that, it, it takes planning, it takes preparation, it takes support, and it, it takes reminding sometimes, gentle reminding, you know, and because I do believe that we're doing the best we can with what we know to do. And I do believe that we can learn to do better and to do more and to better equip ourselves for the demand and for the task at hand. So.
you know, and, and this is a conversation that I'd like to continue to have as it relates to what is happening in our healthcare system today, where we are doing so much more with less. And the people who are right there making it happen are the people who are getting the least amount of attention and the least amount of support. And that's not okay. The sustainability of healthcare practice requires the individual practitioner to have a plan of care for themselves so they can best care for others. You know, I would, I would love to hear your opinion on this. I would love to know what works for you or maybe what hasn't been working for you. So thank you so much for your time and your attention. You can connect with me on Facebook at Dr. Deb Howell. You can check out my blogs at Dose of Deborah and also Instagram, Dose of Deborah. It's, it's been a pleasure. And again, I do invite you to, to share your experiences, to share what challenges you may have and to share maybe what ha you have found that has been helpful for you. So thanks again, and I look forward to talking with you some more. Bye-bye.